Welcome to the Proud Police Wife Podcast with Rebecca Lynn, where we have honest, real, and encouraging conversations for law enforcement families. Welcome to Episode 7 of the Proud Police Wife Podcast. I am your host, Rebecca Lynn, and today we are talking about how to take control of your fear as a police spouse. Believe it or not, this is one of the topics that I get asked about consistently, whether it's on Instagram messages or through email. Spouses are always wanting to know if the fears they have are normal. Are other spouses having them too? What can you do to control them and or how to redirect them so they aren't really taking over your life? So let's dive deep on this topic. Fear is something that can control you if you let it. It will absolutely consume you in your life um, if you allow it to. And it'll rear its ugly head at the most inconvenient times. And a lot of this is surrounding because we know the dangers of our spouse's job. And we know that these dangers exist, but at what point do we allow those dangers to be at the forefront of our mind constantly? So fear, when I talk to a lot of spouses, it's something that is bottled up inside of us. It is um, overwhelming. And a lot of times it's not something that people are discussing. We have a hard time talking about fears related to law enforcement because a lot of times other people don't relate. Um, So instead, a lot of spouses come to me, which is great. That's what I'm here for. Um, That's why I get so many messages on Instagram or Facebook or through email about how to deal with these feelings and if they're normal or not. And a lot of times spouses don't want to go to the officer in their life because and share these feelings because they don't want to burden them already. They don't want them to feel bad. It's not like they're trying to complain about the job, but these are just real emotions that they're having. So it it can be a hard balance. Um, And the stresses of our spouse's job are so high already. So adding a heavy topic about being fearful of the job is just sometimes a topic that spouses will avoid. So let's talk about um, why we are fearful and what makes you fearful. So we're all going to have different reasons as to why we may be fearful. Maybe you did have a a true incident within your family or your your husband or wife had, um, you know, an unfortunate thing happen on the job. And so that's very real. And those feelings are valid. And so that may be, may have trauma from that. That's creating fear. Um, It could just be the negativity that we see in the news and the media. It could be a combination of things and not just one single aspect of your spouse's job that you're scared of. Um, And it could just be, you know, past experiences that you have from your life of, you know, other traumas that are just making you fearful for your spouse to do a job that can be inherently dangerous. And I know one aspect of fear that a lot of spouses talk with me about is just fear of the unknown. That a lot of times with this job, we as spouses are forced to kind of take control at home, right? We are trying to keep up with the schedule. We are trying to have some normalcy and control at home because we can't always control what our schedules are going to look like or what our spouse's 
um, work schedules are going to look like. So we try to find control other ways. But having this fear of the unknown can really not mesh well with the fact that we want to be in control a little bit. Um, it doesn't mesh well with the fact that our spouse's career in law enforcement is presenting this unknown. So there are so many reasons that we may be fearful. Is it the you know fact that they work in a, in a city that crime is high? Is it the fact that they have a weapon? Is it the fact that uh, today's climate in the world is just negative of law enforcement in general? So before we dig into ways that you can control this fear, I think it's really important to step back and think about what is the driving force of the fear that you may have associated with this lifestyle. Once you figure out those real reasons or reason as to why you have that fear, then I think it'll be a lot easier to um, figure out ways to help you deal with it and to help you redirect that fear. Again, I don't share this episode today to say you should never have fears or that you're going to completely eliminate them. So now let's talk about some ways to take control of your fear as a police wife. First, you can talk to or confide in somebody that you trust. It's really important in this lifestyle to have a support system. So that could just be one really good friend. It could be a family member, um, just a neutral person to you and your spouse that you can talk to when fears arise that can really help you work through those fears or help you feel less fearful. Um, talking to your spouse about your fears when they're working is not really realistic. It's not an option. You can't just call them and say, hey, are you okay? What's going on right now? So having someone that you can lean on that just gets you is important. That can be, maybe it's a military spouse that you're friends with. Maybe it's someone who you've been lifelong friends with. Maybe it's a family member. And you can just share your feelings um, when you're experiencing them and then find a time to talk to your spouse about it later when they're not working. Next, one thing that's really helped me that may help you as well is to write your feelings down. So what I would do is give myself 10 to 15 minutes and say, okay, I'm going to kind of do a brain dump and I'm going to put everything down on paper. I'm going to write out how I'm feeling and I'm going to leave those feelings there. And after those 10 minutes, I'm going to get up and go in another room, do something different to get away from those feelings. And I know this doesn't work for everybody, but if you like to write or you like to journal, then definitely try to give that a try and give yourself that time limit to see if that helps you or not. Next, you could try to get a change of scenery. So going for a walk or a run, going outside and getting fresh air, finding a way to get out of the house or change rooms can really help change your emotions. And this goes for anything in life. But if you are maybe, um, you know, stuck, you know, at, at work and you hear something going on and you can take a quick break and um, go have your lunch or go get some coffee or take a walk and to get a breather for a second, that may really help to adjust your mindset and change your emotions a little bit. Another suggestion I have is... Um, if you're a believer, then definitely pray about it. 
ask God to take these fears, ask God to take this burden of strong emotion off of you and give those feelings to him. Oftentimes I've realized that I will um, turn to social media quickly, like if something's going on and I hear that something happened in my husband's jurisdiction, I'll jump on Facebook real quick and check their Facebook page to see what's going on. But really, it's not productive. It's not helpful. So instead, I'm trying to replace that with um, going to the Lord first and praying about it first before I do anything else and just sharing my thoughts and emotions with um, the one person that does have control. Okay, another suggestion is to take up a new hobby. Um, A lot of times, our fears present at a certain time of day. For me and many other spouses, that would be at nighttime. Maybe your spouse is on night shift, you're home alone, or you've already put the kids to bed, and you're laying in bed, and that's when your mind starts to wander. So if you could try to find a new hobby to replace during that time. So if it's in the evening time and you're home from work, um, use that time to try something different. Maybe it's a hobby you used to do when you were younger that you want to try again. Maybe it's, um, you know, crocheting, or maybe you just need a mindless activity. Like for me, I like to watch just mindless TV shows like Real Housewives and things like that because it doesn't take any energy from me, but I'm distracted. So I'm not scrolling social media or thinking about the what ifs in life. All right, next. Um, Obviously, your spouse cannot stop what he or she is doing to let you know what's going on. I mentioned that earlier. But what you could do is talk to your spouse about when they're off of work and just say, look, I'm having a lot of fears associated with your job and I don't want to pick up the phone and call you or complain about it with you or make you take on that burden of worrying about my fears. So when you do get a moment or if you get a moment, knowing that it may not happen all the time, but talk to your spouse and see that when things calm down, when that call is over and they get a quick break, maybe they could text you, I'm okay. Or maybe they can, you can come up with a code word. Like maybe it's, you know, the code word is ice cream. And that just means everything is great. Your spouse is safe, no need to worry. So if you could come up with maybe a one or two word code word that they can text you every single time, Um, you know, something might be newsworthy, then you can breathe a little bit. Granted, it may not happen right when you want it to. It may not happen that hour. It could be hours later, but at least you can go about your day or you can go to bed knowing your spouse is safe in that moment. Um, Next, this is a big one. So a lot of times our fears will present themselves when you see other people having fears or when there's media-driven fear. So I really recommend staying off local groups, news feeds, comment sections as much as you can. So if there is um, something like an incident going on in your spouse's jurisdiction or department, fears can absolutely arise from not knowing what's going on. But going on, like I mentioned earlier, to the department Facebook page, or maybe you just have a city or or county page where people put information. One, there's generally a lot of misinformation there. Two, 
going and searching for information that you're probably not going to find is not very healthy. And in addition, it's probably not going to give information about your spouse. If anything, if something happened, you're going to be notified well before anything was on the news or anything was posted on social media. So it may give information about the situation at hand as a whole, but you're not going to find out information about your spouse in particular. So why visit them? It's only going to cause your mind to wander, your fear to grow, anxiety to grow. So I really recommend staying off of them as much as you can, especially when you're in a situation where your fear is rising. Um, Last but not least, I do recommend if fear is not um, easily redirected, then talk to a counselor, okay? It is 100% okay to talk to somebody. They will be able to give you coping tools specific to you and your situation and maybe past traumas or past experiences, and they can help you work through that. So talking to someone on a regular basis, maybe a weekly basis, may be what you need to work through it actively um, and habitually so that it's, you know, um, these fears are not coming up on a regular basis for you. Because again, if they are becoming all-consuming, then it's not healthy. So there's that fine line, like I mentioned before, between having fears and and having fears come up just in certain situations and dealing with them right then and there versus having fear every single day, pretty much all day long. There's a big difference there. And so we have to handle those situations differently. But again, fear is normal. We don't want to get rid of this emotion. Instead, we just want to learn to redirect it. After 15 years of my husband being in law enforcement, fear happens to me too in certain situations. It was, I had more fear last year when there were a lot more uh, riots and protests and knowing that he didn't know what he was encountering on, you know, that day when he was going into work. But then I stepped back and I realized, okay, look, he never knows what he's encountering when he's going into work. So it was a heightened situation. It was a, um, you know, a, a climate that was a lot more negative. So my fear was a little bit higher during that time. And now that that time has slowed down a little bit, then my fears are more, you know, regulated. I don't live in fear every single day, but there are just certain situations that may make me think, oh yeah, okay, that was a little scary. You know, when you have situations a little bit too close to home. And, and I'll close with that. You know, we know that being married to a police officer, yes, it's a lifestyle, but it's only one piece of your life. It's a big one, but it's only one piece. So living in fear from just one piece of your life constantly and letting it consume you is not healthy. It's not a way to live. So definitely try some of these tips. I hope you can. I hope they help you. If not, remember, it's okay to talk to somebody. There's nothing wrong with that at all. If you like this episode and past episodes, please be sure to leave a review and subscribe to the Proud Police Wife podcast. 